The following commentary does not necessarily reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to Boston Neighborhood Network, 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Massachusetts, 02119. To arrange a time for your own commentary, you can call WBCA at 617-708-3241, or you can email radio at bnntv.org. I'm back, Boston. I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. The name of the show is... I'm in trenches. I'm the victim of trenches. You're listening to WBCA 102.9 FM Boston. And the name of our show is Ox the victim of trenches. Well, I try to speak about things that I've been seeing out of here for the last two decades. Uh, we do wraparound services, mental health services for DCF and also Medicaid. I've gotten to see why Things made on high for policies and laws don't work well for those of us on the bottom. My focus here is on American-born blacks only, not denigrating anybody, not against anybody. But I think it's very clear that American-born blacks now are permanent underclass. So I want to speak to that group only and what they must do to change things. Not against no group. Got no axe to grind against no group. I want to focus on my group that I'm, a, that I'm a member of. So again, I want to be very, very clear from the, from the uh, onset. I'm not against any group. No axe to grind. I want to focus on the group that's giving the most. Always got to make the least American-born blacks who fought in every war this country ever had Steel was enslaved. Steel was assigned to the to the bottom caste. The most loyal and devoted of all the groups here are American born blacks. But still, we are a group with no wealth. Although we're here in America, what I call for the very fertile virgin territory. We was here. We was here from sixteen nineteen, we was here. So for 403 years, right, right, for 403 years, we was here. But we got no wealth. We don't own and control nothing in the country that we built based on our labor. So my focus is on my group. I'm not against any group. I don't disparage any group. I don't I don't actually grind against no group. I just want to say that America born blacks are now permanent underclass, and all the research by economists shows that. So today, every time I come on air, that's my focus, it's my group. <clears throat> Disparity, no group, I guess no group. So I want to be very clear about that. Today I want to talk about voting, the myth of voting. You're going to hear, as an American-born black, in the next two or three weeks, you're going to be inundated why we must come out and vote in numbers. In numbers. If we don't vote, democracy is in jeopardy. If we don't vote and fight for our, you know, constitution, then America's going down the tube. And I say to my group, American-born blacks, 
It's time for this propaganda this season. You're going to see him bring out President Obama, Michelle Obama, right? They're going to tell you how it's your duty. Your duty. Goddamn vote. But isn't it ironic that voting since King was murdered in 68, over 50 plus years, has done nothing to elevate the group that King was murdered for? And we make the mistake as a megaborn black of having folks use propaganda on us about democracy, the Constitution. And my question to you, what has it done to elevate or make our condition as a group better? Nothing. Nothing. Voting is an exchange. If you're not getting nothing from your vote, it don't mean nothing. All other groups, be the gay community, you know, Spanish community, they vote as a block to get something in return. For example, the gay community, they vote if you're going to be for same-sex marriages, transgender, then they'll vote for you. If not, they will, A, say that you are against uh, homosexuals, you're against that community, and they go out their way to make sure that, A, you don't get elected. The Spanish community are for you if you want to do what? Vote for their interests. Well, you're going to, you know, eliminate, you know, uh, folks who are not citizens, you don't mind that they can be. They can come on in here. They can be. They come on. They can come on up in here. You know, sanctuary city. So if you're a politician, if you're not for sanctuary city, city, if you're not for, uh, you know, really uh, castrating ice, all right. If you're not. If you're not for doing those things, but that community won't vote for you. They vote as a block for the interest. We are the only folks who have been naively told to just vote. Vote, 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 vote. You see these signs by the churches saying, get out and vote. And Dr. King, in his last word of wisdom to us, right, where did, where did we go from here? You know, the last book he wrote said that we need to vote as a block. As a block. Not as, not as, as individuals, but as a block. And we have been falsely going down this road, I call it, the road of voting to nowhere and getting nothing. That's why so many of our people throughout the city of Boston and across the country are just turned off from the whole voting process because why they don't see anything tangible coming back to benefit them. Them. And so we have been falsely led to believe just vote. Vote your interest. No. Dr. King said we should vote as a block. All other groups vote as a block, not as individual, but as a block. Why? That way, you got politicians on record saying, I'm going to fight for A or B that's going to benefit your group. Isn't it funny? The folks are talking about, you know, we're all Americans. All Americans. It's going to benefit everybody. But it never, ever appears to come down to what? to benefit us, American descendant slaves. As I identify as American descendant slave, Adolf. I am first and foremost an American. Although my lineage 
ancestry is African. I'm not African. Been to Africa, but go back there. Been to Ghana, South Africa, Egypt. Had a marvelous time, but I belong to no tribe, and neither do you. So we get lured into things that are symbolic, that brings home no bacon, that brings home nothing tangible to make life better for the collective. And keep in mind, Dr. King was murdered for the collective uplift of the group. Wasn't just for a few individuals. First this, first go to college, first get a house, first mayor, first this, first that. He was not murdered for that. He was not fighting for that. He was fighting for us to be viewed and treated as full-fledged United States citizens with all the perks and benefits of whiteness that included access to capital. Mm-hmm. City, state, federal contract. Mm-hmm. Top quality education. Mm-hmm. Mental health. Medical health. Home ownership. Due process under the law. And also voting. He was he he, he was not fighting for just just just, just his right to vote. To see a uh, false narrative that folks been peddling for the last 40, 50 years. And all all gonna tell black Americans if you don't vote, then democracy is under attack. If you don't vote, our constitution is under attack. And my question to you, America born black, what is those two concepts? What have they done for us? How have they benefited us? Answers they have not. They have not. Nobody's gotten hurt more in America than American born blacks. Period. Nobody. And if you look at the news, you see all those folks coming from south of the border. And by the way, it's just not a Spanish-speaking community. I was informed by reading the research that there were over 150 different groups, ethnic groups, are coming through the border. 150 groups. They're not coming here to vote or for democracy or for the Constitution. They come here for the economics, the finance, to make their life better, do better for them and their children. Even if, even if it means replacing you or me, and it does in most, most cases, they're not coming here to vote. That's a false narrative. Or for freedom. Or for the Constitution. They're coming here for the economics. And who end up getting replaced? We do. Because most of our folks, right, are on the bottom. We are a permanent underclass. And if you paid attention to uh, Katrina when it hit and also to COVID, you saw that most of the folks who got hurt are our people who are on the bottom as far as the economic is concerned and low-income skills. And add to that, many had what underlying condition, high blood pressure, diabetes, right? Obesity, circulation problem, 
Well, once they did get COVID, quite a few expired. So again, we need to understand we don't need symbolism anymore. We don't need symbolism anymore. We need tangible, concrete policies aimed at American-born Blacks only. O-N-L-Y only. We are not going to elevate ourselves with anything called the collective. It's too late for that now. And economists have said, from research, research I've read, it would take, even if they had a very comprehensible program aimed at reparation, it would take American-born Blacks about centuries to catch up. Hear that? Centuries. Centuries. And we're not fighting for ourselves or those who are born today. We're fighting for those who have not even yet been conceived. I'm sure Dr. King knew, and my relative who was out there with him, getting beat, spit on, hit with bricks, etc. Some lost their life, houses blown, blown up. I'm sure they knew that they would never ever benefit from their sacrifice. They was not going to be a benefactor of their sacrifice. But they were doing it for those who had not even yet conceived, those coming behind them. When Dr. King was murdered in 68, I was only 15. He started in the early 50s, right? I, I wasn't even born. I was born in 53. When the 1964 Act of Civil Rights was passed, 1964 Act of Civil Rights was passed in 64, I was only 11. The Voting Rights Act of 65, I was only 12. So Dr. King and our humble ancestors who's out there with him, they probably, they probably were born in the 30s and 40s, knew they would never benefit from their sacrifice, from their beatdown. But they looked out into space and time, and they wanted to make sure that those who would come behind them would not be subjected to the same nonsense that they were dealing with. And it was more than just about voting. It's the biggest con job sold to black Americans, vote, vote. If you don't vote, democracy is in peril. If you don't vote, our constitution is in peril. Huh. We need to stop being suckered by this nonsense. None of these folks you see who are coming to America is leaving their home and coming thousands of miles to vote or to be part of the Declaration of Independence. No, baby. They're coming for the economics. And it doesn't matter because why white America doesn't mind because why it ended up replacing us on the bottom. Because why? They don't owe them anything. There's no grievance there. They owe them nothing. The wealth that America sits on today was not derived, right, or earned off their bodies, blood, sweat, and tears, off our community. Be it coming from the Caribbean, from Africa, from Ukraine, from Iraq, doesn't matter, baby. Black Americans are the reason that folks can come here and not be terrorized or lynched or castrated 
because we fought the spirit of white racism. And I'm saying to my group, American born blacks, or ADOS as I identify as American descendant slave, first and foremost, I am an American. I am an American, and so are you. My descendants are of slaves. There's nowhere in my mental data bank anything, any reference to Africa or the continent thereof. No, there's no disrespect. It's not there. I don't have this uh, romantic notion in a way about the motherland anymore. There's no romantic notion in my mind about Africa having been there, gone there. We'll go back there. I and you are in America. And Dr. King's last words of wisdom, his last uh, book, defined, even stated, we are descendants of slaves. That's true. We are. We are. No matter how you want to cut that, cut that apple, we are descendants of slaves. And I say it with pride because why? Think about how they persevered. How they persevered despite all the atrocities they endured, suffered, encountered daily indignation. They endured that you and I could be here today to demand a new deal, a better deal for Ados, American descendant slaves, or American blacks. We must get out of that black-white paradigm. That was, that was created by the white community to benefit them, to show their superiority and our inferiority. We must, we must name ourselves. And for as I'm concerned, American descendant of slaves fits me just fine. If the group can come, come up with something better, I'm all for that. But we should not get out of, we should get out of that word blackness, people of color, minority, at risk, high risk. No, baby. We are the backbone of this country. The wealth of this country sits on our people's blood, sweat and tears. And matter of fact, think about this here. Any endeavor that you will, will embark on today, any project, you got to figure out who's going to do the labor. The labor. It is ironic that the white community don't mind having the Native American whose land they stole, took by forced genocide, they're in the budget, right? There is a uh, division for, you know, Indian affairs. But there's nothing for the people who provide the labor who cleared the lakes, the swamps, built the homes, built universities, built roads, you name it. But there's nothing there for the folks who provide the labor. And in fact, there is no love for the group who provide the labor. Think about that now. Think about that. But you have no uh, contempt for the folks that you massacred and took their land. They're in the budget. They're in the federal budget, right? But the folks who provided, who did the dirty work, the labor, American-born blacks, you hold with contempt and disdain. As a matter of fact, anything that might remotely benefit us, right, 
is always met with what contempt and pushback. But for the Native American whose land you stole and took by force by genocide, you got no problem with that. Think about that. No problem with that. And so we must demand a new deal as American-born blacks or Ados as I identify as, American descendant slaves. We must demand a new deal that's going to address the atrocities that slavery, Jim Crow, sharecropping brought about. We're not on the bottom because we're lazy and no count, no good, criminals, no. We are because there was laws passed that made sure that our ancestors and us would be a bottom class, a bottom caste group. And what's so ironic to me, and today in 2022, all I'm going to talk about is voting. As though voting is going to address the racial wealth gap, the income gap, home ownership gap. It does nothing. And so we're going to be inundated these next two or three weeks between uh, November. They're going to put out, they're going to pull out the heavyweights, all the, all the heavyweight guns going to come out and say, if black Americans don't vote, we in trouble. It's, it's un-American. You're letting down your ancestors, folks who died for you, hung for you, bled for you, folks who would walk 50 miles to vote. If you don't got to vote democratically for the Democrats, then you are a disgrace to your group. I say, Fooey, 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 fooey. If you don't bring an agenda aimed at black Americans only, only O-N-L-Y, then we should vote down ballot. I'm going to shoot and vote. I'm going to vote. I'm going to shoot and vote. But I'm going to vote down ballot. We should not allow the Democrats to take us for granted as they've done in the last 30, 40 years. Now think about the mood. Here's what they're saying. All those folks come across the border who who's illegal. Be why don't them, why why don't them become, why don't them become citizen? If I have the black vote, black American, I got that vote. I got maybe a third of the white vote. But if I can capture the Hispanics, by they think I am their savior, I'm on their side. That means that my group. The Democrat Party is going to be in power for a long time. A long time. So again, I'm going to do all everything in my power, right, to make illegal activity legal. All those immigrants are illegal. Illegal. Period. And when you go from virtually zero population, according to the 19... 60 census, now you're about 19 20% of the population, right? You have now, you have now surpassed black Americans. That's all illegal people. They're all illegal. All illegal. All illegal. Even dreamers and doctors are illegal. 
And another lie was told during Obama administration about the illegal people, immigrants. It's the only country they know. Well, that's a lie. Those young folks that you see coming across that border, they're leaving grandpa, aunties, cousins, friends, all south of the border. So America is not the only country they know. They know that they got relatives left back there in Central or South America. So that whole lie about it's the only country they know, it's a lie. It's a lie. They know they're, they're leaving relatives, friends, aunties, uncles. So, and we were suckered into saying, well, poor people, them poor people, these are poor people like us. They're not like us. Our lineage is different. Lineage is different. Culture is different. Food, language is different. What brought into America is not what brought me and you here, Ados. They're coming on their own volition, voluntary. That's not us. And they can go back home. And many were sending back billions of dollars back home to support their less than families, families and relatives. If they do very well, they would even build homes back home and hire up folks to be their maids and butlers. They're not us. We're not the same. And we should get out of that nonsense about we're all the same. No, we're not. As a member of Ados, I can leave tomorrow. There's nowhere in Africa, there's nowhere in Africa that I could go to. I have no relatives there. No aunties, no grandpa, no cousins, no nieces. There's nothing there that I can claim my own. No food, no dress, no relative, no rituals, no lineage, no culture, no connection. But all these folks who you see crossing the border, and not just not just Spanish speaking, but the Haitians, Africans, you know. Europeans, they come from a host country where they're leaving family members and friends. When folks say you to say to you, it's the only country they know, it's a lie. It's a lie. But all we get sucked in, we get sucked into voting. If we don't vote, oh, it's gonna be a dog day in America. If we don't vote, mm mm. Democracy going down. If we don't vote, right? The Declaration of Independence is going down. Those are all lies. All lies. All lies. And nobody has been suckered and hoodwinked more than American born blacks or Ados as I identify as American descendant slaves. We need to stop being bamboozled over symbolism. America runs on laws. We are bottom caste because of laws. Laws. Not because we're just trifling, lazy, no count, no good, criminals, no laws. Laws. 
So if we don't want to remain the bottom cast for our kids, 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 kids' sake, we must demand specific concrete policies aimed at us only. And until we have the courage to say that and demand that and to vote as a block, the vast majority of American-born blacks are going to remain a permanent underclass. That just it is what it is. And all the economists shows, based on the research from, from the Federal Reserve and other institutions, that the American born blacks are dead last. In every meaningful category, we are dead last. But we've been here for 403 years. How can that be? How can the folks who've been here from day one be and such a despicable, deplorable condition. Well, I tell you, because of laws. Laws are the reason we are here as a bottom cast. So again, <clears throat> you listen to WBCA 102.9 FM Boston. I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. And the name of this show is what observation of trenches. We're talking about Voting, the myth of voting. And I'm going to take a break, come right back, share some more of my thoughts about this, this, this topic. But hopefully it was it would really get you to think about, you know, does it work for us? I say no. We're going to be lied to again. So stay tuned. I'll be right back after this here uh, PSA. And I will, 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 will continue. If you are struggling to afford internet service for your household, there is a new government program that may be able to help. It's called the Affordable Connectivity Program, and it provides up to a $30 monthly discount to qualifying households. Find more information about the program, including if you qualify and how to enroll at FCC.gov ACP or call toll-free at 877-384-2575. That's 877-384-2575. I'm back. Again, I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. The name of our show is what? Observation Trenches. You're listening to WBCA 102.9 FM Boston. And the topic today is the myth of voting as it pertains to black Americans. And again, as I said from the beginning, I'm not against any group. I disparage no group. I debase no group. I'm not against no group. I'm just focused on the group that's given the most to America always got my deletion. The group that's fought in every war this country ever had and was still, still impoverished and enslaved and kept a underclass. The group has been the most loyal, loyal. That's right. We've been the most loyal group here than anybody here. And still was treated with contempt and disdain. Even the folks who just slaughtered to take the take the land from Native American are given more prestige and respect than us. That's right. That group is in the budget. 
Native Americans in the federal budget. There is a department that deals with Native American affairs, but no department that deals with Ados, American descendant slaves. There's no budget aligned line the budget for us to deal with our unique situation. We are the only group that has been made an a outcast, underclass by laws. We were disadvantaged by laws. But it is not running that the white community does not mind spending billions of dollars yearly for the folks whose land you, you, you took and you stole, you murdered for. But the folks who got out there cleared the swamp, built the houses, universities, etc. They're met with contempt and disdain. Think about that. I think about that. And so we have been sold this false narrative about the importing of voting, voting. And my question to my group, what has it done for us? Dr. King was murdered in 1968 on our behalf. And I will keep saying again and again and again, he was not murdered for us just to have the right to vote. He was murdered fighting for us, fighting for us to be viewed and treated as full-fledged United States citizen with all the perks and benefits of whiteness. That included the right to work contracts, home ownership, due process under the law, mental health, physical health, all the elements that make up quality of life for he's fighting for. You go to a restaurant, hotel, all that stuff is what whiteness entails. You fight for that. You be, you be treated with, with respect and dignity and not called a boy or a gal. He's fighting for that. It was not just the right to vote. And we have been suckered and hoodwinked and bamboozled the last 50 plus years that's all about civil rights, civil rights. And I say to you, in America, it comes down to what you own and control. What you own and control. And our community don't control or own anything. And we did own and control things like, you know, Black Wall Street over, uh, over there in Oklahoma. Also there in uh, North Carolina. They burnt it down. The government allowed the white community to burn those towns down after some false allegation always about involved some white woman. Some black man did something to some white woman. You know, he, he was fresh or whatever. And they burnt those towns down when our folks were self-sufficient and thriving. So we have done nothing wrong. We've done nothing to it. It's all based on wealth. Wealth that they did not earn or produce. Wealth. And so now here we find ourselves in 2022, a permanent underclass. We find ourselves with no wealth and no inheritance to the next, to the next generation. 
because the laws that were passed in days gone by allowed our parents, 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 parents not to be able to prosper, but also leave an inheritance to us. And so all we've been sold on is this con called voting. You got to vote, 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 vote. You got to vote, 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 vote. Okay, and don't get me wrong, I'm not against, I'm not against voting. As Dr. King said, his last last word of wisdom, where we go from here, chaos or confusion, his last novel he wrote to us. If you're not voting as a block, you're foolish. And I think we can agree that we vote and nothing tangible comes about, comes from it. So I want you to really sit back and think about voting, the myth of voting for black Americans. All the other groups vote, what's in their interest? The gay community, they vote for folks who are gonna be for same-sex same sex marriages, transgender, et cetera. They, they, they vote for you. If you're not, they're gonna demonize you by saying you are against gay people. The Spanish, they vote for folks, right? Who what for, for what? Who are for sanctuary cities? Or eliminating ICE. But folks can't be deported, although they're here illegally and breaking the law. They vote for those folks who are for those things going to benefit their community. We are suckered into voting for things that does not benefit our group. We're just told to vote. You must vote. You must vote. Somebody died for you. Somebody was lynched for you. Somebody walked 50 miles to vote. You're not voting. You're not voting. Something wrong with you. Voting is an exchange. If you're not getting nothing in exchange for your vote as a block, why are you voting? We now are a permanent underclass. And the laws of this country, the sentiment of this country, the views of this country, makes it okay for American-born blacks to stay a bottom class. And matter of fact, our grievance has been totally removed off the table. Now everybody's talking about these illegals, these immigrants. <laughs> Nowhere I've been in the world, I've been blessed to travel because of Osiris. Nowhere I've been in the world would a country allow 20 or 30 million American-born blacks to come in that country and usurp or pass their own people by getting top priorities when it comes to jobs, education, etc. Nowhere I've been. No country will allow American-born blacks to come in there in large numbers and surpass and take top priority over their own people. Never happened. The reason that the reason that the reason that it does here because why it benefits the white community, it benefits them. It benefits them, and it takes off the table our legitimate grievance against the federal government for allowing the atrocities that we have been subjected to. It benefits them, and the con is if they can make it, why can't you? Well, I tell you why. Who hired them? You did. With the contracts, you do. 
Who who own own the wealth? You do. Resources, you do, white community. You own that. You own that. So it means that you can hire them. You can employ them. We can't employ ourselves because why? You own all the wealth and all of the resources. So the con has been to demonize us as trifling, lazy, criminals, no good. Come on now. Come on. And so what you're sold is this foolish notion about voting. As though voting will pay your mortgage or your car note or your kids' tuition or start or, or income start a business. It does nothing. It does nothing. It's done nothing. Dr. King has been murdered over 50 years. 50 years. It's done nothing for the group at all. And so, that being the case, it's time for us to acknowledge, right, that we have gone the wrong way. We've gone the wrong way. And so, I'm just here to say, I'm not against voting as long as there is something tangible coming back. There's nothing tangible coming back. Why are you being... uh, brainwashed into voting if you're not getting anything back. Voting is an exchange. Groups vote for their self-interest. There's no such thing what I call our colleagues. There ain't no brown and black colleagues here, coalition here. Those individuals are coming here to extract as much of the wealth out of America for them and theirs. And then do with you black folks. And the same with folks from the Caribbean. They're not coming to become allies with black Americans or Africans coming to be our ally for, for folks from India or Asians, folks from Spain or so, you know, Spanish community. They don't, they don't come in for that. They're coming here to get much of the wealth out of America for them and theirs. Rightfully so. And I got no problem with that. I'm saying to you that we need, we need a a wake-up call to see America for what it is. It's a great country. You get no, no debate for me on that. Have been blessed to travel. When you have sufficient wealth, America is a great place to be. It's a great place to be. You have sufficient wealth to, to, to take care of yourself on your turn. That's, that's the key. On your turn. Be comfortable. And Adolf's, American descendants slaves, or black Americans have never been comfortable in a country that we built into the rich country in the world. That's our problem. That's our problem. That's our problem. We have never been comfortable in a country that we built. The wealth that that labor produced for 340 some odd years, free labor. Can you imagine, can you imagine, can you imagine what, what you can do with that kind of, that kind of labor, revenue for free labor for 347 years? Can you imagine the kind of life you can have where you can pass down to the next generation? If you, if you, if you had that kind of opportunity, 
Come on now. So I'm here to say to my group, demonizing no group against no group, no active ground against no group. Voting is a farce. Voting has done nothing for us to why we have not demanded anything for our vote. We have not demanded and got nothing. So we have not gotten nothing because we don't we don't demand we don't we don't demand anything as a group. We don't vote as a block. These so-called preachers say, "Hey, just vote, vote, get out and vote, vote your interest." No, 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 no. We need to vote as a block. What's in the group's best interest? I'll tell you something that we should be voting for. See the Boston awards every year to outside contractors over $2 billion a year. $2 billion a year to outside contractors. American born black contractors got less than one half of 1% of that money. Do the math. $2 billion, you got less than one half of 1% of that money. Which means you can't hire yourself, but also you cannot hire your, 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 your neighbors. You cannot build wealth. You ain't getting nothing. The state of Massachusetts, right? During the pandemic, awarded over $4.8 billion in 2021, I believe. $4.8 billion to outside contractors. Black American providers got. Ten million of that went to us. Now think about it. How how insulting is that? Out of four billion to outside contractors, your community, our community got what ten million dollars? Ten million dollars. It's like pocket money, like beer money going out on a Friday night. And our so-called state reps and state senators don't fight for us. The same same on the on the you know the city level. They don't fight for us. They don't say. This is for black Americans. Here's the reason why. Here's a Dallas. Here's a Dallas supporting. Here's my research that supports why I'm I'm allocating or demanding this lobby pass that focuses on black Americans only. Anything has to do with you and me, they would never it, it would never stand on its own. If it's not there with brown people, you know, other high risk groups. Lesbian gays, as though our situation don't have the merit to stand on its own merit. That's why they are so ineffective. That's why they really are worth, are worthless to us. We may not think about it. Because they won't say this ordinance is for black Americans only. Here's the reason why. Here's the reason why. Here's the data research. We are the most well-resourced group in, the, in America, Ados. We are the most well-resourced group in America. But our so-called black American politician would not stand on that data or that research. Nothing they propose is going to benefit you and I only. You get that talking point like, I'm for all people, for all Americans. For all of us. It's done nothing for us. Absolutely, positively nothing for us as a group. 
And then, they're going to come at the con game if you don't vote. Oh, democracy's going down. If you don't vote, I'll call the teacher. I'll call the teacher. is in peril. What has that document done for us? Nothing. Democracy done nothing for us. Constitution, nothing for us. So why are we being conned and sucking in the thing that we don't fight for that? Something wrong with us. It's done nothing for us as a group, as a people. And Dr. King died for collective uplift, collective uplift, not a few who the first one go to college or the first mayor or the first DA or the first this, first that. That's not what he died for. His whole message, if you listen to, if you listen to his message, all about collective uplift for the group. And we have been totally hoodwinked and bamboozled into civil rights. I ask you, is that paying your mortgage? Is that paying your car note? Does it help you pay your kids' tuition bill? Does it help you give seed money for your kid to start a business? I'm asking the question. But what I'm saying is done nothing for us as a group. It's done nothing for us as a group. But we're always being hoodwinked and bamboozled into symbolism that means nothing. That means nada, nothing. So, right now, you got three, three, three weeks to go, and you're going to be bombarded propaganda. How about the black man don't come out and vote? Or the black woman, black woman don't come out and vote? Then America is going down the tubes. And it's going to be our fault. I say, let it go down the tube. Because she ain't giving us nothing. Nothing that she's, nothing that she's proposing is going to benefit us nothing. So that being the case, why are we being hoodwinked, suckered, the thinking that we don't save democracy is going down the tube? It's not. It's not. It's not. We got nothing from Biden. We got nothing from Trump. And you know, this I'm gonna put out put out in the atmosphere. When President Trump said, you know, we what what do you have to lose? Your schools are horrible. I mean, they suck. He won't lie about that. You got no wealth. He won't lie about that. Your communities, right? Often, what? Crime infested. Won't lie about that. So instead of us saying, okay, President Trump, what's your plan to aid black Americans? We should have said, what's your plan? And not, he's racist. He's this, he's that. Big deal. What's your plan, right, to aid our community? Because the things you're saying is true now. The things you're saying is true. You might not like, you might not like his word or his tone, but he wasn't lying. He was not lying. So instead of saying, 
Okay. Everything you say is true. So what's your plan for us? We listen to these so-called educated, you know, elite black American leaders, politicians, who say, hey, he's a racist. He's this, he's that. Okay. Every white president has been a racist. How so, Larry? For any social construct to be maintained or passed toward the next generation, you must indoctrinate your people. All white people, all of them, are being indoctrinated to maintain white supremacy. Now, some are more zealous believers than others. That's true. Even the so-called liberals and, and, and progressives, they are believers in white supremacy. This country is based on race. Always has, always will be. They ain't going nowhere. So instead of saying to President Trump, okay, everything you're saying, okay, that's us. What are your plans to change our predicament? He's, 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 he's racist, he's a racist, he's a racist, he's a racist. And so he ended up with nothing. President Biden, what did you get from him? What did the group get from what did the group get out of President Biden? Nothing. It's done nothing to elevate the group. You got a United States Supreme Court, uh, Court Jessica, black woman. What we do? Good for her, her family, their benefit. It's gonna do nothing for us. Why? It's based on what? The Constitution. They're there to interpret the Constitution. What, is, what has that done for us? Nothing. That Constitution has done nothing for us. So again, good for her. And in fact, President Obama, if he had any courage or machismo, he could also put forth a black American female to be on a, on a white man's Supreme Court. He didn't. He didn't. So again, here we are again. Symbolism. Symbolism. It doesn't pay your bills, baby. It don't pay your mortgage. It don't pay your car note. It won't give you seed money to give your kids. It won't start a business. It won't do that for you. It won't allow you to live where you want to live. Or send your kids to school of your choice. It won't do that. It's just symbolism. So here you are voting again. You've been sucking again to vote. Vote, 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 vote. What are you voting for? What are you voting for? And so again, I say to you, my group, again, I got no extra ground, just no group. My focus and interest on my group, American Born Blacks. So again, I want to thank you for allowing me to, uh, you know, share my thoughts and beliefs with you. Hopefully, uh, you will think about what I'm saying. And I will see you uh, this time next week. And we will continue the dialogue. So again, I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. Name the show from the trenches. Off of this from the trenches. Listen to WBCA 102.9 FM Boston. Till next week, God bless you and be safe. Melissa from Michigan. I work an extra part-time job serving lunch at my child's school, but I still can't afford to put food on our table. Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. 
Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. The preceding commentary does not reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or the Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to the Boston Neighborhood Network at 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Mass., 02119, attention WBCALP 102.9 FM. If you would like to arrange a time for your own commentary, call WBCA at 617-708-3241 or email us at radio at bnntv.org.